What is going on, everybody? We are back for the second week in a row. That is right. Welcome back to the Damn Your Tall Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Felicia, aka VBJ up in this bitch. Along with Graham, aka Sir Reads a Lot in this hoe. And I actually have been reading a lot thanks to the Libby app allowing me to get decidedly B tier science fiction to read. Uh, this is not sponsored, but the Libby app is pretty awesome. That's where I get my books to listen to. I, and I don't mind talking about Libby since it's a public service. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's a private company, but it's it's access to your library, people. Everybody should have a library card because that's just a way to learn stuff. And learning stuff is good. All right, nerd. <laughs> okay, like I said, we are back for the second week in a row. Hopefully we are back to our normally scheduled programming. So... In the last podcast, we talked about how my dad passed away, and that's why everything was, like, jumbled up and everything, because, you know, life, and that's more important, and, you know, <laughs> my dad was kind of important to me, so. Um, we had the funeral yesterday, it was a little rough, but it was kind of nice seeing everybody again, because my mom had a lot of her family there, too, and there are people I do not get to see very often, and your parents enjoyed it because just people they've never met like they've only met like maybe Ann Ann and Aunt Mary I think out of everybody that was there they haven't met like the Ohio Johnsons um I don't think they even met Uncle Damien so yeah they got to meet a lot of people and it was a nice little service and um we buried not well we actually didn't bury him he was like entombed which sounds bad <laughs> but that my parents got a mausoleum and I don't know if my mom wants to tell me this, but I think it's funny because she's been telling people this. She's they the they got buried at Crown Hill, which is a ginormous cemetery. Like there's a funeral home and like another little cemetery in that cemetery. Like there's famous people built there or not built there, uh, buried there. I was asking questions when we were like doing stuff for the funeral. They were building mausoleums, and they weren't built yet. My mom and dad went to go check this out like a couple years ago, and. They're like, oh, those are going to be mausoleums over there. We'll give you a discount. And I think they were like, yeah, sure. Why not? So a lot of people never saw like someone get like put into a mausoleum because it's they push the casket in and they seal it up and then they have like his name on there. And my mom's going to be in there, too, because I think it's like too deep because they'll be in the same little space. But his name's up there first, of course, because my mom is still there. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, man, I've never seen this before because we walked up to like basically some, I don't know how high that was, like at least 20 feet, maybe not, not yeah, at, least. at least 20 feet. And they had to use a machine and I feel kind of bad for those guys. Cause they, uh, we had everybody watching damn near and we we're all like, cause we we're interested. We'd never, no one's seen that before. And we went to go look at the, the, the site that he was going to be placed in. I was like, he's all the way up there. <laughs> They're like, Oh yeah, we have some guys that do it. And it was like the most rickety, crickety thing that they had. And I, I I applaud those guys because the one guy that went up, I'm pretty sure I would have like fell off and like fell to my death or something. Because uh, that thing did not seem very sturdy. Yeah, it, w- it was pretty fascinating. The outer plate of marble is just kind of, uh, it, it's just bolted in place, but they actually used a caulk gun to seal up the mausoleum with everything inside. Yeah, so then we uh, had a nice little dinner, and everybody came to mom's house, and I left a little bit earlier, because there was like, it was community day, and I still had an hour, 
So I, I don't know if that sounds bad, but it's my dad. I can do whatever I want. And he wouldn't want everybody moping around. He's a goofy guy. So um, he would have wanted it that way too. And he didn't want things to be super long. I know my dad. So um, yeah, I got a few shinies. Not as many as I usually get because we only had like an hour. I was trying to, it was Slowpoke Community Day. So yeah. And then everybody just kind of watched the basketball game. People were falling asleep because it was a long day for some people. Uh, we had family come in from South Carolina um ohio area so yeah it was and plus we had like a pretty heavy foodish like corn fried chicken um what other they had green beans uh baked chicken ham so it was like kind of a heavy like lunch dinner like i was stuffed yes and at the end of it um they basically they came up to my mom they go um low esther sits low esther uh, that card over there, that's uh, all the food for you. And my mom was like, what? <laughs> Just a look on her face. Cause she's like, where am I going to put this? Because we rode in a, um, the funeral home came and picked us up. So we didn't even have our cars. They were, you know, taking us around. Cause that's, um, what we paid for to take us around. Uh, so we didn't have to drive or anything. So luckily your parents brought their trucks. So we just loaded the food in the back and they met us at home. So, and then I was like, my mom's got a crap ton of chicken but i went there this morning because we had to drop one of our uh, cousins off at the bus station and which felicia didn't want just her mom and her cousin going there um and she was kind of uh <laughs> her concerns were kind of supported by what she saw there yes i think they were very much warranted because uh well i'll finish up um but everybody took like some chicken home so i i brought some ham back because i like I said, I went up there earlier today. So we took Aunt Sharon, or not Aunt Sharon, our cousin Sharon up to the bus station downtown. And it's like kind of in the middle, but it was also very early. It was like six o'clock, We like 5.45 actually we left. And she, we got her there. We were sitting down. I, I, I got some spaces like to sit down because it, it was like a bus. It's like something you would see on TV kind of. Um, But <laughs> there was a guy in there. I saw him literally pull out a crack pipe, like no joke. I am not shitting you a crack pipe, put it in his bag. And then he proceeded to, this is his exact word. Hey, yo man, you got some crack, like not joking. Like he would look like he was fiending for it, but he didn't look like a typical crackhead. And he was like legit, like every black guy that was in there, he was like, Hey, yo man, you got some crack over here. I want to seat in the back. Cause I want some crack. Like I was like, my mom and my cousin didn't know me and Whitney were like just sitting here looking at this dude because they're like this is this is very interesting so we sat there with her for about 15 minutes they called her up she loaded on and we left and then we told mom she goes oh my gosh <laughs> I was like mom how are you not listening to this man you got to be aware of your surroundings I was watching everybody in there I was like you never know something might go down <laughs> but yeah it was a very interesting morning and then we went to go get longs and they were warm. So in honor of Grimace, we went to get longs. And then that was, that was pretty much, we were back here. You're, we played lots of board games with your parents. Of course, your dad beat us. And no, actually your mom bought won the last game and your dad had like nine points and still lost. They, how they play a game is immediately, Oh, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. Oh, you jerk. You jerk. Oh, it's just so much complaining and everything else. And then and it's typically coming from mom and then she wins. Literally, like, every time she gets the first freaking city, and then we end up losing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it was a nice weekend. Uh, I think uh, my mom went to church today. 
And then she's going to have, uh, they're going to bring more food and they're going to do like a nice home cooked meal uh, for today. I know my mom's tired because we're all pretty tired too. So that's why I kind of like, I'm going to chill out for the rest of the day. I got food. I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to chill recording this podcast, of course, for your lovely ear holes. Does that sound bad? Ear holes. He's looking at me like I'm crazy. So because yeah. you are. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to get back to work on Monday and just kind of like proceed as like a normal, like kind of get back on my regular schedule because we do have a meet um, actually today as you're listening to this, this Saturday. It was snowing yesterday and no one expected it. And it was like 20 degrees this morning and yesterday. I'm like, oh my God, spring is like Monday. I'm like, Please let it be somewhat nice weather, at least for the first meet. Like, I don't want it to be cold, at least for practice, too. Like, I'm not trying to freaking freeze all week. Like, uh, Indiana, come on, man. Why does it, why don't we just start in April? March is still cold. Hell, April was still cold last year. Like, we still had snow in April, so. Uh, First word problems, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess it is so. But with that being said, it is March and we have March Madness. Now, I have not been keeping up with all the games. I still have to look at my... We filled out a bracket for Graham's work and I don't know how that's doing at this point because I haven't even looked at it because we've been so busy this weekend. But we each filled out a bracket. We didn't fill out Boeing one because it's just too much work. And I didn't feel like doing it. Graham usually does it, but he's Boeing is just sitting here asleep. Yeah, Boeing doesn't really move or do much, so it's really hard to get him to choose a team. Yeah, so um, I'll probably do like an update on the Twitter. So follow us at DYTPod underscore on Twitter and Instagram. I'll do like an update on there, like stories or something. So, yeah, I'll check it. I'm usually pretty good with the women's bracket, but I just kind of wung it. Like, not wung it. Winged it this year because I was kind of like, eh, I I didn't really watch college basketball. So, I have no idea. Like, I know there was some pretty big upsets already. Like, uh, Purdue lost to, like, some fair Dixon or something. Like, a 16th seed. And they were a number one seed, like, which was crazy. And I think it was Arizona got beat by some school in Jersey or something like that. It was crazy. So, yeah. It is a lot. There are no perfect brackets now for I think men or women at this point everything has been busted. It's my system allows me to very easily know if a team has won or lost. So I could just ask people and I, I don't have to check my bracket cuz I have a very clever system. You're not going to tell them what your system is or you don't want people to know your system. It's extremely clever. Go on. Whichever name is shorter. Yep. That's and if the names are the same length whoever is higher in the alphabetical order. That's why I think it's Iona going the whole way. I mean, like I said, I haven't looked at this point. I think it'll be like the Elite Eight or something by the time. Because they're in the Sweet 16 today. And I think it'll be like the Elite Eight. So that that, that shows you how much I've been paying attention. <laughs> like, we had the game on yesterday, but everybody was kind of asleep. And me, Whitney, and like our cousins, Carrie and Laura, were just like talking. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah they, yeah, they were sacked out. Yeah, it's been a long day. Well, they had to come from Cincinnati. They wanted to make sure they were there on time and everything. So I don't blame them. And we woke up, 
I woke up at 5.30 that morning, so I was tired. And then I had to wake up at 4.30 today, like Sunday. So I'm going to be like out. Like, I, I don't think I can take a nap now because it's like one o'clock on a Sunday. I'm like, I can't. I thought about going to lift today and I was like, hell no, that ain't happening. I'm not leaving my house now. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy my Sunday, watch some stuff, enjoy my day. So, yeah, I'll, I'll post up what uh, our brackets look like because I don't even feel like looking at them right now, to be honest. <laughs> like, I haven't even done the update. So that, I got to go through and like figure out who is still in my brackets. So and hit Graham's work bracket. So, yeah. Yep. That work bracket, I, I've, I have no idea. I kind of want to win just so that I can go. Yeah, my wife filled this out. I didn't fill out your work bracket. You did. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, you did my the women's bracket, which is we have to wait for work. Right, 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 right. Anyway, is there anything you want to talk about before we get into the movie? Just that I did not appreciate the cold weather when I was helping the parents hook up their trailer because they came down rather than stay in the house which is fine they decided to bring their trailer stayed in that when we were doing it the uh mom had left a cup of water in there and it was completely frozen solid and i was very much like oh i guess it's a good thing they stayed inside and of course mom was like well it was just a tunneled under the blankets and i was like you know but you wouldn't have been comfortable it was freezing like this morning it was ice on the road like oh one more thing we had uh my uncle robert and his wife come down and uh, and Annette came down. They're from South Carolina, okay? So they don't deal with cold and like snow. And it was just the faintest of snow. And they were like, we got to, we, we can't do it. We can't drive. <laughs> so yeah, it was freezing. And my mom's like, oh, just wait. They, they waited until uh, like around 7 30, like once the sun started peeking out, because everything started melting then. So they, then they were on their way. But they were like, yeah, we, we ain't doing this. <laughs> and I was like, it's not even that snow. I was driving perfectly fine. And I forgot. It's like, they are from South Carolina, so they don't deal with this. They're like, what is this white stuff around? Why is it falling? Like, what is this? Why is it blowing across the streets? What's going on? Anything else? I mean, we do have... I finally get to play freaking Shadowrun this week. Oh, man, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Like, and I did D&D last week, but now I finally get Shadowrun. They were, and they were missing you, too, because there were several times where, like, it would be great if we had a, a drone here to scout things out, but you weren't there to do it. Because Sorry. As, a, as a reminder, Felicia's character has a drone the size of an eye that's implanted in the back of her head that she can send out to scout things. Yes, I do. I'm not super heavily augmented. Just my lower half. Or no, just my legs. Not super heavily I mean, the lower half of my body is all steel and ceramic, but I mean, okay. I have a butt. I got a human butt. Not, you no, know, you really wouldn't. Oh yeah, that's true. The cheeks would be attached. Yeah. Oh no, I have a steel butt! Why am I just realizing this? Can I, I get know. a human butt back? If you get rid of your not human legs? No, I don't want I want my robot legs. They're great for jumping and they have pop out skates. I know. I'm just <sighs> You just gotta do what you gotta do. No, I have a metal butt. <laughs> Why? Because you wanted to have metal legs and you need to have the power to push the legs around. Can I just do some, like, butt exercises? Like You can do as many butt exercises as you want. They're not going to do a damn thing. I guess. Oh, oh, hold on. Before I forget. Hold on here. It is officially 137 days until JidCon as of March uh, 19th, Sunday. 
as we are recording this. 137 days. This year, we definitely need to get tickets for stuff early. Because I'm not trying to wait until, like, Sunday or Saturday. Like, we're going all four days this year. So, we can do something on Thursday and Friday. So, I'm excited. We could shine up for a whole day of the Battletech Grinder. Okay, I enjoy that, but I'm not doing that for a whole fucking day. <laughs> but you could cruise around eventually with an Atlas and just punch everything and shoot everything with an AC-20. There are literally people that just go there and just play magic. That really, to me, I mean, I get that there's tournaments and stuff, and I can kind of understand the appeal of, like, you know, it's a big event, you know, it's a different group than you normally play with. But, I mean, there's people who just sit there and just play casual magic. I'm like, what are you doing with your time? You don't need a ticket to get in that part, right? You can just walk in. It's the exhibition no, hall. I think you get a ticket for there, too. So they pay money to... Okay, yeah. I was like, oh, they don't need to, you know, buy a ticket for that. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we walk right in. They have the little security guard there, but they're not really checking. You can probably just have anything. I mean, you could probably slip in, but that's a different question. Yeah, that's true. But okay. Is that is that all good? We we can uh, hit this movie now. We went to go to see a movie on Friday, and we went to go see Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Oh, you want me to do my thing? Shazam! Fury of the Gods, 2023. Director David F. Sandberg. Writers Henry Gaden, Chris Morgan, Bill Parker. Starring Zachary Levi, Asher Angel, Jack Dylan Grazier. I, you have Dame Helen Mirren. I don't know why she's not on this list. And Lucy Liu, so I don't know... Who came up with the starring list here? I thought it was a fun movie. I thought it was a very good superhero movie. Let me go ahead, because it's kind of a long plot summary. I'm going to kind of jump around. I'll give you the basis, because I don't feel like reading all this. So I mean, you, if you want, I can read a really short one here. Yeah, let's get, let's just do that, because this one, because a, a movie was like two hours, and it's way long. I, I really don't feel like The movie was two hours, ten minutes, so yeah. The film continues the story of teenage... Billy Batson, who, upon reciting the magic word Shazam, is transformed into his adult super, superhero alter ego, Shazam. The main villains of this one are the daughters of Atlas, which is Dame Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu, along with their not-so-evil third sister, Anthea, which was played by Rachel Zegler. Okay, so basically, uh, this is... There, the scene start. The movie starts out with them getting like a staff that he broke in the last movie to get like the powers back or something to create their world back, and they get it back. It's a pretty cool scene. Um, they turn people into like statues, and then they knock one guy over. He gets he gets broken. Um, but the it says on here Shazamly. Which is kind of funny. Like, they're all, like, superheroes now because he gave them the power. And he's like, we got to stick together because he." there's, like, a scene he's talking to, like, his pediatrician. And he's like, well, I got, you know, my mom left me. I don't know who my dad is. He kind of has, he, like, has abandonment issues. Right. And that's why I think it makes this one a little bit more, well, it makes it more of the teen movie it kind of is. Because it's about abandonment issues and also the fear of what happens when I grow up, which for him is when he hits 18 and no longer would qualify to be in the foster care system. So it's this fear of, of change. They're called, I forgot what they call them. The something, the Philly fiasco. Yeah. The Philly fiasco, because they're all, you know, trying to get to use because they're kids that get transformed into adults basically. And even like as kids, they have their, like even as adults, sorry, when they do their Shazam, they still have their kid tendencies. 
Yeah, one of the things that I was going to mention is that Darla is the little is the little girl, and when she turns into her adult version, where she's played by Megan Good, the, Megan Good does a great job being like, "There's a Caesar." She's like, "Oh, kittens!" And she rescues the kittens and leaves these women who are like, "Did she just leave us?" But then she comes back and saves them. But uh, Good does very good, oh, <laughs> very good, does a very good job of playing that sort of wow element of both kids and also specifically that character. Yeah, I think she really did do a good job with that. And, you know, we get um, the bad guys introduced and we find out there's a third sister because um, one of Billy's brothers is like, he falls for kind of like, because he's like 18 too. He's only like a month younger. And they he Billy basically wants the family to stick together and do everything instead of uh, going out to like fight crime alone. He wants them all to work together like um, Fast and Furious family. <laughs> They did have a fun scene where like he's like family, and then no one shows up, and he gets all angry, which I think was one of the things that people. There's a lot of just straight up jokes in this that I don't think a lot of people like. They want, I guess, more sophisticated humor in their superhero movies, I guess, which is kind of silly. You got an 18 year old dude turning into a grown ass man, so. <laughs> not actually, not even quite 18 yet. That was that's because that's that's part of it. Is when he's 18, he's no longer going to be in the in the hospital system. So getting to like the middle of the movie, we find out the third sister is like talking up, trying to find out who the gods are on earth. Um, and they basically start taking their powers because they're like using them to try and make basically their end game. Well, one of the main sisters, she's basically just evil. Like they talk about gods and they're like, you're just like our, um, step, our uncle Hades. Yeah. Calypso, which is Lucy Liu's character. Yeah. And she wants to be like, why can't we just use this, uh, plant the apple here on earth and just take it over. Um, I'm going over a lot of stuff here, but it was like a two hour movie. And if you really want to go see it, I, I suggest you, I I'd say wait for HBO back. I don't know. This one is fun enough that if you've got nothing else going on, I think you can see it. I think it's very much... If you have free time, I say go see it, but you could also... Yeah, I would say wait for HBO Max. It's very much a continuation of the first one. If you enjoyed the first movie, which apparently a lot of people didn't, um, based on 6.5 rating on IMDb, um, then I think you'll enjoy this one because it's a lot of the same stuff. It's a kid suddenly getting superpowers, and since you can easily view a lot of the superhero movies as a metaphor for puberty the superior stories rather makes perfect sense. She plants the seed and all hell breaks loose. Basically she kills one of her sisters. Then she takes the other sister's power. And she's like, if you want to live amongst the humans, fine. And she took her, takes her power away. Uh, spoiler alert. She, everybody gets their powers back at the end. Except her Hespera, Helen Mirren. Oh yeah. Uh, she who, dies. Who's up and dies. Yeah. She's like, ah, she disintegrates. She gets in game. Like when they just disappeared. So there is like a funny scene with like unicorns, how they're like these evil and not like, because in the beginning of the movie, uh, she was like, is that unicorns attacking like Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan. Yeah. She goes, oh yeah. (laughs) And they kind of brought that joke back with the unicorns as they're like evil, horrible, vile, dangerous creatures. And I don't know how much Skittles paid for this advertisement, but they're like coming out of this dark cave and they're about to charge. She goes, taste the rainbow. Right. Uh, one of the things I point out is that could have, I think that was probably written originally either as candy generically, 
by the writing team, or it could have been written just as jelly beans because it does show up twice. There's one when they've captured, uh, not Calypso, when, when they've captured Hespera and they're kept keeping her in the place where all the doors are, where she comes over, la, da, 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 and she's just filtered out. It's only the yellow Skittles. And then that's when she goes, oh, God, oh, good, oh, no, she escaped. But very much like it could have, it, we were talking about, it, it could have been nerds. It really just needed to be a candy with multiple types, uh, multiple types, not even multiple flavors necessarily, so that you could do that scene and then have the later scene where the where Darla gives the uh, unicorns a whole bunch of candy. Yeah, and then they start fighting all the monsters and things that sprouted up in the in the world. Then we get to part like the end get end of the movie where he's like, I got to do this. I, I, no one else can do it because they all lost their powers. They, they got taken from her and he figures out the staff is like a giant battery. So he basically starts fighting her and he gets finally, you know, the upper hand because it's the end of the movie and he dies. And I'm like, he's not dead. They're going to make more of these. I'm pretty sure. Um, he probably has at least three movies in his contract at least. And, yeah, and they kind of like play it off that he's dead. They find him and they bury him. And the wizard, like uh, Wonder Woman, they were teasing her in the movie. Like they had her in the movie. They actually had, uh, what's her name? Yeah, they actually had her in the movie. And she's like, uh, there's no more gods left. She goes, hey, basically I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, where the hell did she come from? And she brings them back to life. And he's like, well, guys, she, really? She brings the world of gods back to life, which also coincidentally brings him back to life. Okay, yeah, so that... they I think they did this scene where you don't know it's a dream initially, but where Shazam is talking to Wonder Woman, and she doesn't say anything, and the whole time they really build up that you don't see her face, and he goes, oh, you know, basically, can we be together being an 18-year-old being the... And then she turns around and has the wizard's face. And I thought that was very effective, because it was Gal Gadot's body with... uh, What's his name? Jim and Hansu's face with you know, that giant wig that you think is terrible. Oh my god! Just, <laughs> just scrolling. It was him. like this lock wig, and I was like, "This man is bald, I, I believe, in real life, or at least have a shaved head." And I'm like, "Who's in charge of having like wigs on set? They, they need like black. This is why this representation does matter. That's why they need like." people with different hairstyles and like black people with like wigs like it's not the worst i've seen that doctor strange movie that wig i could not take my eyes off of it it was horrible he yeah he definitely has a shaved head all the all the pro images i'm seeing of him and the other stuff he's got a shaved head but well no he's got a wig in this one or maybe not a wig um but anyway so yeah Brings him back to life, and then we have, like, two in-credit scenes. Uh, the first one, he's getting, uh, by these two people, I have no idea who they are, by the Justice Society, because he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll join, because he doesn't let him finish. He's like, yeah, would you like to join the Justice? He's like, yeah, Society. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> Which, that is weird. Why are there two Justices? Like, I don't know. Is that, like, the B-Squad? I, I wonder if it carries back, because remember, Shazam was originally Captain Marvel and was owned by an independent label. I wonder if it carries back to that. Because that's the thing, too, is originally, Shazam's name was not Shazam. Shazam was just what he would shout to activate his powers. Now, and that he was called Captain Marvel. 
But as DC and Marvel moved into being the primary competitors, um, DC acquired, I can't remember the name of the company who had it, but they acquired them and then they had this character named Captain Marvel. Marvel also had a Captain Marvel. And also he occupies a weird space because he's basically, he's a lot like Superman. Flies around, shoots stuff, you know, super powerful, indestructible and everything else. And so they, they kind of put him on the back burner for a long time. And so, and in, in this, they establish his name as Shazam, but apparently a guy who used to play Shazam back in the seventies, um, is one of the bystanders who calls him Captain Marvel. So, and then there was another end credit scene, which was at the very end of the movie, which was kind of stupid. I know there's probably some, um, you weren't in there. You went to use the bathroom, like me and your dad waited. Cause I was like, I looked, I was like, okay, there's two end scenes. I wanted to make sure we see the whole movie, which we probably could have left. <laughs> I could have watched it online. But it was with the little worm guy, I remember, from the first one. Yep. Yep, and he was back. He was telling them, I have a plan. And, of course, he was joking. He's like, it takes me a long time. I can just wiggle. I can't move. I can't run. And he's like, okay, I'll be back. He's like, wait, no, come back. Yeah, and that's... That was it. Yeah, that, that he's, he's a super genius worm. Again, he's one of the original villains. And, uh, yeah, he's talking with the, the villain from the first movie. I think it. Was, I think that actually was kind of important because I think that's setting up that the worm is going to be the villain for the presumed third part. Yeah, he's like their Thanos in this, I guess. Yeah, he's. I'm he's, assuming he's, he's. They do the classic super smart guy, really weakling body with that character. Yeah. So I mean, we kind of glossed over that, but there was a really long summary. And if you really want to know what happens, just go see the movie or read the summary on Wikipedia. Oh, I also wanted to notice that apparently um, the super power, super version of Freddie Freeman, who's the nerd who knows everything superhero, is Adam Brody. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't. Well, his name was in the credits. Oh, okay. And uh, the other thing is uh, lots of wedge heels. I noticed that. Oh, yeah, for the women's shoes. I'm like, why can't they just have a flat boot? Yeah, it's kind of the same way, because especially because they're all meant to be, like, warrior types. That's, I mean, at least they're getting away from literal heels, but still. That would heels, definitely not work. I, I can't imagine trying to do physical things with my foot on a wedge heel. Well, you're not a woman. Or you could wear a wedge heel. I mean, Prince wore heels. You get a little heel. I'm also six foot four. If I started wearing heels, you six eight. I would be hitting my head on even more door frames. And let me tell you, that hurts like hell. What door frame is that low? Not so much in modern homes. Are you going historic homes, or also just stuff people like when we were in Chicago and that somebody had a fence that was blown over. They built this weird, stupid wood arc. I walked into it full speed. I almost knocked myself out. That's you not paying attention. It, well, it's hard to when it's above your eye line. People don't really look above their eye line ever. Anyway, I say go see the movie, enjoy it, or wait until HBO Max. Whatever your preference, we enjoyed it. It was fun, entertaining, superhero punch em up movie. And it was funny because they were kids in like a dull body. Right. I would think. And, and why I liked it to elaborate a little more is it was. It's like this is what a superhero movie kind of is. And this is one of the reasons why superhero movies went to decline before Marvel's tried to make them more mature, more a little bit more adult, was they're, they're youthful power fantasies, largely at, largely for boys, of being the biggest, strongest, toughest guy who can just fight everything and beat it up. 
Of course, that appeals to more than just boys, but when they were originally being written, they were being written for American boys and to, and British boys to a lesser extent. So it's like, that's what they're coming from. So it's one of the reasons why I sometimes when I hear people having these really strong emotional responses to these movies, I'm kind of like, oh, really? Really? Because it's, it's not that deep. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not. It's just... Power fantasy, punch them, good guys win. And there's nothing wrong with that as a story type. It's a fun story type, but it's also very limiting. You know, I had at one point, I was like trying to think of how you could do like a sort of do a superhero World War II kind of story, like kind of like how Captain America was during World War II. And I was like, you can't do it without it being kind of insulting because it's, it's juvenile. It's a serious topic. That's not to say that comic books and graphic novels can't be adult. They very much can be. Uh, Mouse is the obvious example a lot of us have read. That you can use, it's not the format that's the problem. It's specifically the superhero genre. And, I mean, the kind of one of the best ones I ever read was The Authority, which is kind of how people with superpowers decide they want to do right, but the more right they do, they continue down their version of right and they drag the world with them and the world doesn't want to go that way. Sometimes bad, sometimes good. Like they have the time where they're in the authority where they basically stop the Afghanistan war between the, um, not the American one, the one between the Soviets and the Afghanis, excuse me, the Afghans. And that was, that was interesting. But then they also have a time when they oppose something the United States is doing and Bill Clinton calls them up and is like, you can't do this. You know, we're sovereign power. And they're like, we, Stop us. Yeah. So, fun? Go, I think you should go see it while it's still in theaters. Okay. Now it is time for Graham. I D K. And this one is hilarious. When Maybe I, I should have this... kept talking. Huh? Maybe I should have kept talking. Anyway, this week's word is period. I wish y'all could see the face he just gave me. <laughs> oh my god, it was great. Period. Yes. Like the like the word period, but with a T instead of a D. Period. Come on now. I assume it's not something for the Perido gem. I'm gonna assume it's just a dumb way of saying period when you want to further emphasize it. Like that's it. Period. I mean, you're kind of right, but this <laughs> this. This definition is so great. It says some dumb shit bitches say 24-7. <laughs> I was dying when I saw that because I was like, I really want to show this to him. I was like, I got to save it for him. Because <laughs> I just looked it up. I have like a list of stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll do this one. <laughs> and this dude said some dumb shit bitches say 24-7. And the sentence is period, sis. Once again, Urban Dictionary oh fails to God. do a decent it, job. What? That is great. This is hilarious. I love it. You're a hater. I mean, you were basically kind of right. <laughs> Just when you said, I don't know, some dumb stuff to say. <laughs> it's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Period. I mean, there is a whole linguistic things where oftentimes the sound of a D and a T become interchanged, but come on now. Oh, that was great. Well, that is probably going to be the podcast because we're going to enjoy the rest of the day. Enjoy our 
lovely Sunday. The sun is actually coming out. It's still cold, but we're going to be all snuggled up in the TV room and just enjoy the day, watch some stuff. So hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Once again, I didn't do it on last week's, but please, we want to have a questions episode. Please send your questions at damnyourtallpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can send them on my face or not Facebook. You can send them on my Instagram or Twitter, Fifi underscore J247. You can send them to Graham. Uh, I think it's just Graham Mildrum is your Twitter and Instagram. Or you can just straight up ask me in person. Yes, you can do that as well. Um, follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, DYTPod underscore. And yeah, we're rolling back in this thing. We're, we're back on our regularly scheduled programming. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the day, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Okay, bye. Bye.